Welcome to the Mouse Moms Podcast, the Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Jennifer. Hello. Juliana. Hello. And Lori, that's me. Join us today as we continue our series, Getting Back to the Basics, to all of the things you need to know to plan the ultimate visit to Disney's Animal Kingdom. We all know what the Animal Kingdom is all about. You guessed it, the animals. And there are so many different ways for you to enjoy and see them. But first, of course, we have to do the Mouska cocktail. Yes. So today's Mouska cocktail is super exciting. We've done so many episodes about all of the amazing places to find Bloody Marys around the entire Walt Disney World property. And um, Animal Kingdom is no exception. So we wanted to give you that option today. Usually, though, for our Bloody Marys, it's all about the garnish. This one is no exception. You can find this drink at the Dawa Bar in Africa. It's the Bloody Mary with candied bacon. You can get it for $10.50. It's your typical vodka mix, except they use snow leopard vodka, which some of the money from that, the proceeds from that vodka goes back to saving the snow leopard. Um, it's Bloody Mary mix, Worcestershire sauce, horseradish, but it's garner garnished with a skewer of candied bacon. So it's like a meal and a drink all in one. It's delicious. And you know, we love a Bloody Mary. So go try it. I just get the candied bacon. Call it I know. <laughs> I'm like, I love a Bloody Mary, but the fact that there's candied bacon in here is um, definitely a reason to get one this day. And it's at Dawa Bar, so it's not like you have to get a reservation to have this. You can just get this. No, and it's perfectly acceptable for you get to get it at eight o'clock in the morning because a Bloody Mary is a breakfast drink. It's bacon. No, I'm it's serious. Bacon. So usually I always like, I'm going to change up my Animal Kingdom game because I always go in there and I, I'd like to stop at Creature Comforts for coffee. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to go to the other one that we mm -hmm. talked about last week. What was Kus it? The Kusafiri Bakery. Kusafiri Bakery. It's right around the corner from the Dawa Bar, by the way. And then I'm going to walk on out and double fist it with my with my Bloody Mary for the more. I mean, like breakfast is served, ladies and gentlemen. I, yes. Enough said. Right? Enough said. Okay. So Perfect. now that we've had our hearty breakfast of champions, <laughs> we can... <laughs> We can get ready to explore some wildlife. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Animal Kingdom's the best. There's so much you can do. It's such a chill park. And I, I don't know about you guys. Zoos creep me out now. And we talked about how this is not a zoo. But I remember as a kid growing up in New York and going to the Bronx Zoo. And probably if I went there now, I wouldn't love it as much. But always had like the best memories of seeing the animals. It's just always a really fun day for me. And so maybe that's why I love Animal Kingdom so much, even though it's not a zoo. Because it's like your childhood zoo memories on on steroids. Like, like it's just the... It's like Lori always says, who had Lori's been on safari in Africa, and she will tell you. <laughs> Go ahead, Lori, tell them. Yeah, it's the the way they do this is just it, it's so similar and so comparing to actually being in these countries um, and doing the safari in Africa and everything else that you know 
it's not a zoo. It's completely different. It's more, you know, observing the animals in their natural habitat versus seeing them in a habitat that, you know, humans have created to stare at them. Um, so it's, it's a really, really just different park. And yes, the not a zoo needs to come back. I know it was such a good, it really does. It really does. I a good catchphrase. It was, it was hilarious. Right. So one of the things that's great about animal kingdom is that of course it's Disney and, and you know, they're watched pretty closely and they really do use this park as a major conservation effort right? Yep. They're involved in so many things to, to, for the animals. And there's so many cool things that you can learn about the animals. It's super educational while being really, really fun at the same time. I, and I really do feel like I discover something new here every time I go. Some of the, so some of the animal things I have not yet done, but so let's talk about the live animal shows for starters. There's Feathered Friends in Flight. This is the one I think that we couldn't remember the name of the other day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, Flights of Passage, what's it called? Um, so it's a 35-minute show um, right there, like sort of between Asia and Africa and the, the theater-ish there. Yeah. Sort of like an open amphitheater mm -hmm. <clears throat> where... You guys were talking about it last week, I think, with the with the way the birds like will fly over your heads and stuff like that. Tell us more about it, because I've not done this one. Yeah. So I haven't done the up one. Um, that's what it was before. Um, they incorporated the characters from the movie up. This one is more just about the birds. Um, but they introduce the birds, the birds come out and it's a live, you know, animal show. So you every show is a little bit different depending on how the animals act. Um, you know, they have some of the bigger pelicans and storks and that coming out and, but then they have ones that actually fly over your head, uh, and they have the audience, uh, participation in there because you're just kind of standing up and participating that way. Um, but the show is really cute. Um, I, we, we did talk about this. I don't know if I would advise for super young kids, uh, but definitely as soon as they're probably over the age of like four or five, they would definitely find this entertaining. Um, it's, it's a cute one. The cast members that are doing the show as well are just adorable, um, with these birds and you learn quite a bit too. That's the nice part about animal kingdom is I feel like you learn stuff. Um, you know, it's educational for the kids. It's not just get on the rides as quickly as possible. Yeah. It's right. definitely a scripted show. Yes. Um, but it's also, there's a lot of impro impromptu things happening because it's a live animal show and you never know what the animals are going to do, but they do. It's a, it's a great mix of like teaching you about these different birds and their habitats and being able to see them live. I mean, I, you know, I live in upstate New York. I've never no, Now I have, I've seen a bald Eagle in real life in the wild once but it's always really super cool for me because you do see a bald eagle in this show so and a lot of other birds that you just don't really normally see. So it's it's a good mix of entertainment, education. It's always very silly because they have the birds doing silly little tricks. Yeah. So it's a good one. The big difference between when it used to be up and this is was literally just that they had, you know, Kevin was there, um, the bird Kevin and... Oh my gosh, I can never remember the kid's name. Russell. We, we, Russell. We do this every time. Like, what's his name? What's his name? I know. Everyone knows who Kevin is. Yeah, Kevin. Um, and Kevin's out in the park now, too. Uh, the yeah. other live animal show I despise, and that's a strong oh. word. 
but it's winged encounter and it's in front of the tree of life, but it doesn't have times. And I never know when it starts. And all of a sudden these birds come crazy going at my head. I have never, I've ducked twice. They've caught me twice where I did not, I for, I knew this goes on, but I did not, it surprised me every time. And I think somebody's attacking me. Uh, it's interesting because they're parrots. They're not like birds of prey swooping at your head. <laughs> They're just they're vultures parrots. coming to get Lori. They're, like they're not swooping at your head. They are. Because so. they swoop to where they're supposed to go and they swoop at my head and then I duck and I scream and people laugh. And it's happening. I would twice. laugh too. I'm laughing I would now. Too. Um, parrots yeah. are scary. We need to capture that one on film. Scary. I would be willing to bet that more people are afraid of birds than cats. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna go with. So it is interesting. As all of our conversations, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. They're just parrots. Well, okay. So it's six species of South American macaw, the hyacinth, the green winged, the blue Even and gold, the, macaw the scarlet. They're the beautiful. Blue, yeah. The blue throated and military. I mean, these are six of the most colorful and, and apparently intelligent if I yeah. remember correctly, birds on the planet with wingspans of up to four Feet. So that's big, why it looks like they're swooping so yes. close to your head because they're so giant scary they're like 35 vultures. feet up in the air mm -hmm. and you're terrified of them yeah I'm so the big difference yeah <laughs> that's true the big difference between this one and the feathered friends in flight first of all Stay the feathered friends <laughs> i know right feathered friends the feathered friends runs on a schedule um, the winged encounters, I, I don't know if it's random. I think that the times change all the time. But it's the, random whenever I go in front of the tree of life. <laughs> They're looking for Lori. They but actually they, look for the most frightened person. They do. And then they release the bird. And then they just go. But the other big difference is that the feathered friends is in a theater and there's actually netting up above. So the birds can't really go out anywhere. The winged encounters, it's all open, like literally with the, the tree of life as the backdrop. Again, though, it's we're beautiful. not talking about birds of prey. No. So it's still entirely safe. The netting is there yes. when they're dealing with eagles and falcons and hawks. Yes. yes. <laughs> Maybe. parrots. It is perfectly safe. And yes. as Jen is saying, because you don't have to have that extra safety feature because they're parrots, macaw, I'm sorry, macaw. Um, it's stunning. It's no. majestic. It's so no. pretty. No. It's so pretty. The pit, you have to, you, girls, you have to Google it. And just the pictures are just gorgeous. You it's have these stunning. multicolored birds and then the backdrop of the tree of life. It's gorgeous. We need to get a YouTube. We need to get a video of it to put on our YouTube. I need to get wait. a video of it with Lori ducking and screaming, <laughs> screaming and ducking for cover like it's a bomb threat. <laughs> it is. I mean, uh, <laughs> when other people yes. respond they, that they have felt the same way I have, you will you will take this back, both of you. I'm sure. Can I like give you a side story? There was one, you know, there's a lot of birds in cities. There's a lot of pigeons and birds in cities. So if you're afraid Rats of them, is. like, sorry. So we're walking down the street in Paris and there is a woman's bicycle and there's pigeons like sitting on it all around it. <laughs> she made me shoo the birds away because she was, she's like, I'm afraid of birds. It took me five minutes to understand what she was trying to tell me. She's afraid of birds. <laughs> I finally got it. And she needed me to shoo them off her bike because she couldn't do it. So it's a real legit fear. 
It's not. As I don't know how long that woman would have stood there, soaring above my head when I don't know they're going to be there. So here's the plan. So I think <laughs> the next time we go to Animal Kingdom, the night before we go, we're going to watch Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Nope. Oh, good God. And then we're going to take Lori and oh. we're going to make sure that we just hang out at the Tree of Life all day so we don't miss it. And then we're going to start recording it. Honestly, That's a great idea. And I think that should all happen the day before we take her to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. No. Honestly, uh, this, this is just getting better I and better. walk through that area of the Tree of Life in the middle of the day, in the morning, I know they're not out there first thing. So I'm good to go. But in the middle of the day, Bob's, I are you at, listening? <laughs> I don't look at the tree of life. I look up because I'm like, they're going to come. They're going to so come. This like ruins your vacation. It doesn't. I avoid the front of the tree of life and that area. All right. I well, actually, I cut through the stores and that way I avoid the entire. Listen, we'll go to Kusafiri. We'll get you the coffee drink. And then we'll get you the Bloody Mary. And then you won't know any better. We'll then, just casually walk you back to Discovery Island in front of the Tree of Life. And it and it'll be and you'll laugh actually. And then Lori oh, will be Snow White this. with the birds perched oh, on I'm her finger. I'm good with birds if they're sitting still on like a branch, not flying at my head. Those flightless birds. Flightless. <laughs> Lori's good with penguins. All right, moving on. I am doing a terrible job of moderating today's rounds up. So those are the live encounters. Interesting that the live encounters that or the shows um, are are both bird shows. But anyway, we digress a lot. Um, walking trails. There are some great walking trails where you can see gorillas. The gorilla flop. Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail is really, really neat. I like it's not like a huge long hike or anything. You're not hiking through the jungle, but anyone can handle it. It's open from 815 to 645. And you just kind of walk along these paths and through the Pagani forest and encounter these um African animals. And they're really interesting to look at. Have you ever like just I don't know? I will say so fascinating. We haven't done the falls exploration as much as when you get off the safari, instead of just keep going, you can head to your right and you can see the gorillas are usually there sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that is, you don't necessarily have to do the actual walk to see the gorillas. You can kind of see them right there. But we've stared at them for quite some time because they're funny and they will look back at you and they actually. You know, it, it it is it is interesting. Actually, I find the gorillas really fun to watch. Um, they're so human like yes. in some in so many ways. And then you look at them and you're like, they're also could snap you in two just like that. Like, <laughs> but there are other things to see too on both of those walks. There are like water animals in one of them, and there's a whole sanctuary with birds and stuff. I no think that's no more birds. I think that's why people think that Animal Kingdom can be a half day park. It's because they miss all this stuff. Right. So the they, other the other trail that you're talking about is the Maharaja Jungle Trek. That's the one that has the little bird sanctuary yeah, on it. Yes. I think. And the tigers. Yes. So that's the thing that I I'm, I, actually I love, that love big cats. Like, oh, so majestic. So for me to just go look at those tigers and oh, I, it's my favorite part. They're yeah, beautiful it's... and they have cool things like Nepalese ruins that they're climbing on and everything. It's just so cool. And I think, I think really that is why people think this is a half day park. It's because they are not taking advantage of all the cool things that there are to see here. 
And that's if one you had to pick between the two walking trails, the Mar the Marihar, the jungle trek. Is, <laughs> I can't Maharaja. Say it. I tried twice getting it out. I know. Um, the jungle trek is by far my favorite. Um, there's so much to see back there. Uh, and they did some really cool stuff with, I guess you call it decor with the landscaping and everything back there that it's, it's, it's a really, really cool one. Um, and you could probably walk it 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, it doesn't oh, yeah. take too, too long. Um, but the tigers are really cool. We've gotten some really cool pictures of the tigers actually up against the glass. And this is really the only animal encounter in Asia, right? Like in Africa, you've got the safari, yeah. you've got the gorillas, and there's a lot more over there, little stuff. But here, you got the monkeys. To think, but... Oh, the monkeys are cool to watch too. Mm, yeah. The little jungle gem. So the other great way to see all these animals and learn a lot about them, we've talked about this before too, is the Wilderness Explorers. I really love this activity. It's totally included with your park ticket. You get your little book that you earn your things. Um, and I have to confess, I'm not super familiar with all the stops and all the different animals that you can learn about. But if you see an animal in Animal Kingdom, you can rest assured that there's probably a Wilderness Explorers outpost or um, one of those, I forget what they're called, a Wilderness Explorers guide nearby who would love to answer questions for your kids and give them badges. Even if you don't have the booklets, you can ask them questions. They're so knowledgeable. I remember learning about the flamingos at one point um, and just like some some random birds that you didn't know, like you just walk by and you see animals. And Well, all along, all along those walking trails too, there are cast members. Mm -hmm. And as much as we love our cast members from all of the theme parks, the ones at Animal Kingdom are really, really special mm -hmm. because they have backgrounds in animal sciences. They're all experts. They're able to answer all these questions about the, you know, what these animals eat and their habitat and conservation measures and anything that you would ever want to know. I Charlie, I think it was Charlie had like a 20-minute conversation once with one of them about poop because they were talking about their animal poop and how the poop will tell you so many different things about the animal. And like, what kid doesn't want to have a talk about well, poop? Well, that's right. That's just it. It's like right up a kid's alley. They're so well-trained in dealing with kids of all interest levels and, and abilities to absorb the information too. It's really, it's really neat. cool. Definitely something to take advantage of their knowledge when you're walking through and, and doing your day. Yeah. And another really cool place to see and learn about the animals is over at um, Conservation Station at Rafiki's Planet yeah. Watch. I know one of our agents recently told me or posted a picture, I think it was one of our agents, of getting to see a turtle, a sea turtle getting a CAT scan. I think it was, cool. it, it was unbelievable. Like you could just so much to see and learn. And, and over there, they, that's where they do a lot of the, the animal hospital stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The caring for the animals. So um, it's definitely worth heading over there to check that out and learning a whole lot and just seeing, seeing what they're doing, what they're up to with these animals Absolutely. is really, really cool. So those are all things that are Part, part of your wonderful day in Animal Kingdom, your full day, folks, your full, full day <laughs> at Animal Kingdom. And then there are some enchanting extras that you can choose to add on to your trip so that you can get to see the animals. And these, of course, are at an extra charge and they're by reservation only. And there are two of them that uh, we really like. And so the first one is Up Close with Rhinos. And this one is just a, what is it? Like, a, an, I think an hour. It's a They're not minute. very long. No, yeah, this one's just 60 minutes. They're not um, very long and they're not very expensive. 
and they're appropriate for ages four and up, which a lot of these enchanting extras you have to be much older for. So this is really a really great way to add something special, especially if you've been like on a repeat trip, this isn't your first rodeo and you wanna do something unique and out of the box, but you don't wanna take up your entire day doing it. This is, these both of these tours are really, really good for that. Yeah, so there's um, Caring for Giants, and and up close with rhinos, which I just met, which I just mentioned. So up close with rhinos, obviously, is <laughs> rhinoceros, rhinoceroses or rhinoceri. Yes, it's multiple rhinoceros. Um, <laughs> rhinos, rhinos. Yeah, there you go. So, um, so yeah, it's really cool. You get to you get to to hang out and see see the rhinos I, up close. I believe you get to touch them. So if you've I ever don't... wanted to know what a rhino skin feels like. Are you for real? There's no way you get that close. Absolutely. Yeah. Up close with rhinos. You absolutely do. You're not like in the pen with them. Right. I believe but, uh, yeah. you're <laughs> the rhino keepers take you backstage yep. to meet the massive creatures as few people ever do. That's really something. Huh? And I, I believe a baby, there has been a baby rhino born recently. So that is definitely part of that tour. So how cool. Real baby. Yes. No, that's that really cool. We've wanted to do this one. Logan turns four in June. I think we're going to do this one in October um, if I can get uh, the reservation for it. But this one has been on our list for quite some time. And it's not expensive. No, I think it's like no, 45 it, bucks a person or it's something. $45 a person. Granted, I mean, it's $45 a person for an hour experience. Um, but I would take this maybe over a princess meal at this stage in, in yep. my Disney life um, any day. So I love it. And then I actually, more so than the rhinos, though, is I really, I really love the caring for giants because elephants are just, oh my goodness, they're so fascinating. This one's even less expensive. This one's $35 per person. Now, I don't think you get to like ride the elephants or touch the elephants <laughs> with this one, but you do get to meet a elephant guide who teaches you all about um, Animal Kingdom's African elephant herd. And um, they show you how they care for them and, you know, talk again about the conservation efforts that that they um, provide for these animals and stuff. But I think you only get as close. It actually says so in this one. So you do get up close with the rhinos, apparently. But in the, the um, description for the caring for giants, it actually says that you get you get to see them from about 80 to 100 feet away. So you're not petting the yeah. elephants because if you were i would pay 500 dollars to do that like i just <laughs> oh wow they're just elephants they never forget then you they would never forget. always have an i was gonna say friend. they can be as much as elephants everyone's like oh they're cute they can be uh, dangerous they don't they don't well, they they're ginormous and yeah. super protective right yes so. they get super productive or super protective um i've i've touched and pet an elephant um probably not in the best situation, but I have. So it's, yeah, but they can be super, super productive. Um, I mean, both of these things are very much for the person who, because you see rhinos and you see elephants on your Kilimanjaro safari, but you see them for just, you know, like a minute or so. Yeah. And then you keep going. But these are very in-depth where you're just learning about the specific animal. You have an opportunity to ask questions right from the expert care uh, cast member. It's just a, a great way to just add something different or special. Special. It's yeah. special. <laughs> this seems like a great spot to take a moment to talk about another amazing extra that we always like to recommend to our clients. 
We've talked to you before about our top choice in luxury private transportation, but in case you missed it, FSE Luxury Transportation is a family-owned business with over seven years of experience in transportation industry. FSE Luxury Transportation provides exceptional and trustworthy service to the entire Central Florida region with transportation services in Orlando, Sanford, and Port Canaveral. Anna and Fernando, FSE's owners, go above and beyond simply transporting you to your resort. They are truly the answer to starting your trip off on the right foot by making everything so seamless and convenient and inclusive. So many of our clients need multiple services for their trips, ground transportation, stroller rental, grocery delivery. That's three separate vendors to coordinate and pay. Not anymore. This is why we love FSE Luxury Transportation so much. They do it all for you. Not only do they do it all, but they do it all so well and with such exceptional service. So all you have to do is add one or both of these services to your reservation for a totally seamless experience that makes your entire trip easy, convenient, and stress-free. Just contact your vacation planner for more information about adding FSE Luxury Transportation services to your next trip or visit them directly at fseluxurytransportation.com. All right. So more awesome things to see, places to see the animals at Animal Kingdom. So of course, let's start with the main attraction or round the list out here with the main attraction of Kilimanjaro Safaris. It's a no-brainer, right? It's awesome. I really like Kilimanjaro Safaris every time. It's it's the ride where you ride, I guess, where you get on a Jeep-ish, really long one, and <laughs> and they guide you through and you see all the animals. So I have a few things to say about this. The first one is uh, this is a ride that I can do over and over and over again. It's different, obviously, every time you're dealing with live rhinos. We've talked about how you can get waylaid by an animal that's not cooperating and have to wait if a rhino decides to lie in the roadway. Um, but it's it's just so cool every time. And I've heard a lot of different advice on when to do this, that, oh, it's best if you do it in the morning because that's when the animals are most active, or it's best if you do it in the evening because that's when the cats are waking up, or, you know, what's your experience been? I've done it mostly in the morning and it's been great. I've done it in the middle of the day and it's been great. <laughs> I've done it in the evening and it was great. So what, what is your experience? I think there's only been one time where I didn't see very many animals at all. And that was at like two or three o'clock in the afternoon when it was 175 degrees out. Right. <laughs> so I was going to say, yeah, that's honestly, you'd be fine at any point in time. People like the morning because that's when breakfast is served and they're closer and they're out eating their breakfast. Or you could do like a five o'clock because they put dinner out there at that point. I've seen them actually put food out at lunch now. Um, but that's the only time I've ever seen like, z like the animals are down to very, very minimum is when it is hot and full sun, you're going to see the elephants and the giraffes. And that's the extent of it's it, it, me every, then they start hiding. Cause yeah. they're hot. I, start yeah. I get it. Wow. So I've also heard a little bit of controversy about Kilimanjaro safaris lately. Have you? I've heard that there's just less, they're not using the backstory for the ride anymore. No. 
They've definitely gotten rid of some of the backstory with like the poachers and everything. Right. It used to be that you were trying to save the animals from poachers or something like that. And so they did almost not, not anywhere near as, as quirky and good, but like almost like Jungle Cruise-ish scripting. Yeah, I, but, I don't mind that. I don't want this to be like the Jungle Cruise. I want to, I want to take advantage of the driver who knows about all the, and these drivers, by the way, know where to find these animals like they'll be this teeny tiny animal hiding behind a tree and he'll be like look right there it's hiding behind the tree well how do you know that well he's driving driving. (laughs) i know and i agree with you jen like i don't it's cool i don't uh, the jungle cruise isn't real animals like i'm not going there to learn anything but but this one like i want i want their knowledge and i also want to know that they're being a little serious while they're driving over that creepy rickety bridge but they don't (laughs) even point out the creaky rickety bridge anymore like they've really but again i'm good with that i'm good with that i was gonna say just keep it about the animals and teach us some stuff to see the animals and that's i don't need the corniness i don't need you know I think I, I there are some people them. that are upset about it, though. Well, there's well, going to be people. There's always, always, yeah. <laughs> always people who are upset about always. something. Always. I like that, it. They were upset when they were doing it because they thought the skit was real. And then they thought they were going to fall off the bridge. That's so, right. So know. then there's a big question of, like, why did they get rid of this, right? Like, why why did they change it? I think, I don't know if there's a good reason at all. But I'm, I'm not upset that they did. No. All right. But the absolute best way to see the animals at Animal Kingdom Park and certainly a splurge. This one is a magical extra that costs more than $45 a person. We'll get into that in a second is Wild Africa Trek. I'm going to turn it over to you, Jen, because I am green with envy. I've never been able to do this. um, And I want to. Yeah. So it's not cheap, but it's for what it is. I expected it to be a whole lot more. What is it like $250 a person? Is that what it's up to now? It but, is $199. Yeah, it's not so bad. So it's um I want to say on top of your park admission though. Correct. Is, yeah. That is true. That is true. But it's not it's not a full day excursion. It's a couple of hours. It includes light snacks, which those light snacks were enough for a meal for us when we did it. It gives you backstage access to these parts you basically go on the kilimanjaro safari but you're in your own vehicle that's a lot smaller than the than you know the ones for the main attraction because it's just a couple of you in it and you stop along the way for a good amount of time and these animal experts really dive deep into their explanations of all the animals that you're seeing there are also you need to be fit you need to wear good shoes because there are also a lot of parts of this trek where you get out of the vehicle, you walk across bridges, you climb upstairs to get better views. We were feeding the hippos lettuce. That Um, is so cool. We had to be like tethered to a rope (gasps) so that we could kind of like lean in over the side of the little ridge there so that we could see the hippos eating. Um, We walked across a bridge where all the crocodiles were underneath us with their mouths open, ready to eat us. And and then we got to sit in this pavilion right in the middle of the savanna and have our little snack while the animals literally walked right past us. It was it was insane. And it was something that I could probably do another 800 times. So when you girls are ready for our GoFundMe to go for the three (laughs) of us to do it, I want to do it, too, because it was amazing. 
And it includes all your pictures, by the way. So we have amazing, fantastic professional pictures of the animals, of us with the animals, of us feeding the animals. It, it was it was crazy. So it's three hours long. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, it includes snacks. And it sounds like a heavy. Like I'm looking at this sample menu. It's chicken curry salad, sun-dried tomato hummus and pita. Uh, tandoori shrimp, salmon roulade with dill, air dried beef and prosciutto. It sounds like small sounds, plates, but it like small plates, but it was plenty for us. Like we didn't need ginger. to eat it sounds delicious. a meal. It was great. It was just such a great experience. I can't say enough about it. You should all do it. Yeah. So you have to be at least eight um, years old and at least 48 inches tall. Um, and yeah. I would recommend a little bit older than eight, I think. I don't know how Lily would do on it. But yeah. Charlie was 11, I think, when when we went. And that was perfect. It was a perfect age. So definitely a great thing to try. Definitely do it. Best way to see Animal Kingdom. All right. I definitely want to do it. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Moms are avid travel enthusiasts. And our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. What is our mouse tip, Lori? All right. So there is so many more ways to see animals at Disney's Animal Kingdom than just the five that we have highlighted. This is one park where it is super important to grab a park map at the entrance or just bring me, and you can see all the places to take a break to watch the animals. Take your time strolling through the oasis at the, the front of the park to see the evil birds and other wildlife or grab a snack and watch the playful monkeys swing from their play structure on their island in Asia. And check out the flamingos near Discovery Island. There's also otters that are by the tree, the life to the left. Those are super cute. I love I them. love the otters. I always forget the otters. So them. cute. I can't um, even mention that. Like otters, ignore the scary birds. Um, so many animals, so little time. We'll say it again. This theme park is not a half day theme park. It is definitely a full day to experience everything Animal Kingdom has to offer. Absolutely. Well, Mouska friends, there it is. There are so many ways to see the animals in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Whether you're taking your time to explore the walking trails or, add or adding an extra element of magic to your visit through one of these amazing enchanted extras. We welcome you to join our community conversations on Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into all things Disney and Disney planning. We'd love to hear from you. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we'll be wrapping up our month in Disney's Animal Kingdom by chatting about the ultimate uh, Animal Kingdom day. Be sure to follow our show so you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company, here I see. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. <laughs>